0: dot com.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. It is Monday, April 7th. Today, we've got the usual crew. Nobody nobody's special. 4th. It's 4th. 4th. April 4th. Oh, April 4th at 7. Oh, my God. 730. <laughs> it's, it's super early for me today for some reason. But we've got Adam Peak at Packaging Pastor on TikTok, host of People Love Packaging podcast. And we've got Corey Connors at Corrugated host of Sustainable Packaging Podcast. And you've got me, Avelio Matos, host of Package Design Unboxed. And at? Oh my gosh. Professor and Packaging. At on Professor TikTok. Packaging. On oh, you
0: updated. Good. I love that. <laughs> TikTok. So what's right?
1: it, guys? Yeah, it's TikTok, that's where it is. It's the future. <laughs> it's the metaverse.
2: <laughs> hey, I want to give a quick plug. And I know we've talked about this before, but oh gosh, it's the green screen. Can I, can I ah it's packaging to <laughs> save the planet, but the green screen is not wow. working. Wow. Look like at floating, that. Floating Look letters. at that. It's a floating podcast thing. But do you guys have the book Packaging to Save the Planet by Guillermo Dufranc? There yes. we go. I didn't even anticipate the green screen situation. But hey, I've I've really been loving the book i'm almost finished with it he did a great job tremendous amount of research i believe it's available on amazon so you can go search for packaging to save the planet by guillermo dufran it's a really really great book that i've been i've been enjoying quite a bit so and make sure everybody hey if you're here live with us that's awesome maybe just drop kind of where you're tuning in from that's always cool yeah. i think last time we did that we found out we had people from all over the world which was amazing yeah. Super small cool. world
1: it is. And everybody's everybody's tuned in. That's crazy. I
2: Love just
0: it. interviewed Guillermo for my podcast. Thank you for introducing me. I think, uh, Valio, was, you brought him to the group
1: or Adam? I don't remember. Yeah, Guillermo's awesome. He's done a ton of stuff, written a ton of books. And if you're too lazy to read, like some <laughs> of us, this book is going to be available as an audiobook. Good. With the sweet sounds of yours truly. Oh, Wow. Reading your bedtime story about oh, no. the Planet. Will it yes. be in English or or both, Spanish it'll, and English? It'll be in Spanglish. <laughs> What's up, Don? How's it going? Hey, Don. So it's Don.
2: good to see Don. Man, we got people coming in from all over LA. Yeah. We Buffalo. got. Yeah, we got Buffalo. All the way in Phoenix, wherever that all is, the it's way so far. All <laughs> the way in Phoenix, where? By the way, I didn't. I forgot to mentioned this when i was there i had a meeting once at the i think it's called national vitamin and and i was like yeah i've got to drive to casa grande and they were like it's casa grande and i'm like <laughs> oh i'm pretty sure that's not and they're like no we call it no we call it casa grand that's what we call it we call it casa grand and i'm like oh weird
1: that's spanglish
2: yeah apparently in phoenix they still they still drop
1: the spanglish yeah <laughs> Um, well, yeah, speak, let's... Speak, speaking, of, speaking of Spanglish, I dr- I just dropped my first full 100% Espanol episode on package design unboxed this morning with Hernan Branderman. Oh, um, sweet. Hernan Braberman, who hosts Branderman yeah. uh, Packaging Podcast. He's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, he's great. He's great. That's nice great. Job.
2: I'm glad you That's will good. do that. Boy, we've got people coming in from all over the place. This is great. The boy.
0: do. My favorite city, Sheboygan. I love that name.
1: Nice. We got, we got Wendy from Miami and Miami got hail, like gigantic hail yesterday, which I think for most people that live there was the first time they've had massive, like tennis ball sized hail, you know? Talk about changing weather patterns, man. Crazy, crazy stuff down there.
2: I may be in Miami later this week. There's a small chance. Speaking of news, so there's a Nori who does a carbon capture, like NFT tokens, and they're building out a whole crypto blockchain solution for a climate change. And Carbon capture is doing an event there that I may I may end up going down to on Thursday. That would be kind of fun and super, super fascinating. I'm really going to learn more about it. So, And Wendy says wow. Miami is still recovering. We got someone coming in from Sweden. We should probably get to the news here. This is really cool. Yes, that is.
0: Welcome.
1: Good stuff. So let's talk about the news. First thing on my list is that fast food restaurants are finding out that there are PFAS in their wrappers and their packaging for the food. For the unhealthy food is already carrying these uh, forever chemicals in them. So what are what are options? And what are, I guess, what
2: are PFAS? Adam, uh, Forever uh, chemical. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know much about PFAS other than I think it was, was it Ryan Fox who came on and talked about it one point in time in a clubhouse room. But, you know, I noticed this, my wife was out of town this weekend. She was in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, so I had my uh, five kids. I had five kids and, and no wife this weekend. <laughs> and so a lot of fast food eating ensued. And we went to, we were at Panda Express, which I know, father of the year. And man, this the amount of like polystyrene and throwaway, everything was garbage. Like all of it was garbage. And I'm thinking like, doesn't there, is there an option? Like we stayed there. They said like for here to go. And I was like, we're going to stay here and eat. And it was all still in takeout containers. And I'm like, is this a residual from... COVID, has it always been this way? I don't need a Panda Express a lot, but you know, I don't know. I thought it was interesting that I didn't even have the option to have some sort of a and and if I got a reusable, you know, like a plate or something like that, then there's a whole other system that has to take place back there for sanitizing and cleaning all of the utensils that I don't know if they even have room in there in the restaurant for. So I don't know much about the PFAS, but I do know that one, it doesn't sound great, but two there's a lot of room for improvement, especially in these quick serve restaurants for, for packaging innovation. And I believe like Burger King's doing some work with loop right now. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. And Tim Hortons yeah. and, and Tim McDonald's Hortons. in the UK. They're all doing it. Sweet. Yeah. Well, someone yeah. hit up, someone hit up
1: Panda Express in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you, if you check out my episode with Pierre uh, Paulier, who's the co-founder of not PLA. We get into PFAS pretty deep on that episode. You know, he goes into explaining what they are and how they impact the planet, but also his product, not PLA, is really coming to the fast food industry as well. They've got uh, some killer right. coatings that just dissolve and help start the, the biodegradation process And there. But from what I'm seeing here, hey Guillermo, we were just talking about hey, Guillermo. you.
2: Guillermo, we're just promoting your book, Guillermo. Everyone go
1: i go find Guillermo's book. Back go here. pick up this book.
2: I can't show you yeah. because, look, I got a green
1: screen on. <laughs> <laughs> or, or wait, or wait. you know, pick up the audio book when, when I get to read it. But, you know, what I'm seeing here is that the you know PFAS are being found not just in the coatings, but also in the inks that are being used to print on the packaging. And if we know the way everything's printed and, and packed, you've got the outside of the wrap and then you've got the inside of the wrap. When everything is stacked, you've got the outside of sheet one against the inside of sheet oh, two. Oh, yeah. And you're getting that transfer that which then transfers to the food, which then transfers to us. So it's also a big
2: problem with 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 flexible films. And so there are companies who are not who are using like UV inks and UV curing still and not water based. And, and that can cause some transfer. Oh, shoot. What's it called? I was not in flexible films for a long time. Dave Banks, and if you're out there, you can rescue me on this over at Fortis. But that can cause a transfer of some pretty harsh chemicals onto the underside of the film because they're in a roll. Mm. So things like bar wrap film that's going to yeah. go through a fin seal machine, and it can it can cause some problems. There's a big issue with this over uh, with some. I think it was like Nestle baby food over in the EU at one point in time. So it's 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 a it's a real problem. Hmm. And what was that episode again, Avelio?
1: It was, uh, it's an episode with Pierre Pellier. Okay. Not PLA. From Not PLA, yes. I'll find that, it right That's here.
0: exciting to hear that, that they're expanding into fast food.
1: I really like that. They're doing awesome. some really, really cool stuff. I know I've, I've spoken to a couple of different restaurants. It's episode 43 on Unpackaged Design Unboxed. You can hunt it down. But I know when I've spoken to a few restaurants, I've reached out to... Pierre and had them just connect to replace some of these different coatings that that's possible. And they even have, you know, I think for me the most exciting part of not PLA is the ability to encapsulate sauces and flavors in this seaweed-based packaging, which is dissolvable and it's also editable And one of the things that we talked about was like, well, okay, can I make one? You know, this is what I get excited about when I talk to restaurants because I grew up in a kitchen. My dad had restaurants. My, you know, my mom worked in restaurants. So I, I spent a lot of time. That's what I wanted to do. And it's like, all right, well, I want to do like a house seasoning, whatever that is, and then do the wrap and have the wrap have an an extra flavor in it, right? Like one could be spicier, one could be different. And it's like, yeah, you can do that. You can add flavoring into the not fillet so that when you eat it, it changes. It gives you a little bit of surprise. And they were doing that with with a lot of alcohol brands where they would encapsulate a drink in these little, almost like boba balls. And then you just, you know chuck them. And then that was, that was kind of a interesting, interesting experience from the not PLA guys. So pretty cool. Good stuff.
0: Are they still doing a lot with uh, marathons and things like that? The water packages?
1: Uh, yeah. I don't believe those guys are doing that much with that anymore uh, as they've, as they've grown so much. Now they're looking at doing uh, paperboard coatings uh, and that type of thing. But those, you know, with anything by, bi- you know, anything biodegradable, anything that, that breaks down, you've got a shorter time limit in terms of storage. So, you know, you've got to, you've got to order uh, smaller point. amounts, on a quicker, on a faster rotation. Otherwise, it's breaking down on shelf.
2: And I know that I had uh, Shual um, on my podcast from Melodia over in Israel, and they're doing similar things on paperboard and films in order to have fully curbside recyclable with barrier property Excellent. papers, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks, John, for mm-hmm. for chiming in there. On uh, Admittedly, I'm not a flexible packaging expert by any stretch of the imagination, so... That's good to know. Hey, I know we're getting close to wrapping up. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Packaging Digest. There was a great article there by Lisa McTeague Pierce, and it, it came out just the other day. If you go to PackagingDigest.com, it's on the front page, and it was, it was basically a, a survey that, and I see this more and more, that 63% of people are more likely to buy products with clearer recycling directions. We need to, we need to keep harping on this. We have to be clear in our communication, on our packaging. And I think consumers are starting to demand it more. So how to recycle is great. Just make it, even if, if you can't, if you can't use how to recycle for some reason, just do your research and, and make it clear what someone is supposed to do with it. If they're supposed to put it in the trash, don't greenwash yeah. it. Just tell them to put it in the trash.
1: Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. Now I am, I'm not, a, I say this all, I feel like I say this all the time. I'm not a plastics guy. Right. My focus is moving people away from plastics. At least it was. And I think since we started the podcast and we did the clubhouse and all we're doing, I've met a lot of different people in plastic. I've learned a lot more about plastic and, and finding out where plastic may fit in better than fiber paste packaging. Right. And to give those plastics, to give the plastic perspective here on the PFAS, which has never been, I hope you're okay there, Adam, which has never been my, <laughs> yeah. my position. I keep, I keep uh, putting mute on. to cough. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of a lot of people on the plastic side saying, yeah, there's PFAS. These things, you know, these chemicals, forever chemicals are in our bodies are in the water, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's ever found that these things are actually harmful. Right. But it's not just because it's not harmful doesn't mean that I really want it in my body. So if you're in plastics, there's the plastics perspective. I'm still not down with with it.
0: I do have some good news in regards to plastics. Uh, I, I posted on the sustainable packaging with Corey Connors today or yesterday, my episode with Trex, they have recycled over 1 billion pounds of plastic and it's, it's an amazing thing. So make sure like Adam said, if you don't know what to do with it, research it, you could drop it off at the store oftentimes, and that will go to Trex to be used in, to be made into new materials like decking materials, things like that, that can be used in construction and, and have 20, 25 years of warranty. It's a, an amazing product. So, thank you, Zach Lauer, if you're listening. We appreciated that episode. It was awesome.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. And then, uh, if you're interested in packaging design, I host a packaging class on Friday. Last Fridays, it was the longest class on earth. It was 45 <laughs> minutes. And, um, we went into file prep and file production. Uh, had a ton of great people in there, a lot of professionals. We had Lisa, uh, Lisa Rusak from Cody. She manages production there. And we had a ton of other print ex- experts in there as well, kind of just chiming in uh, on how to set up files and, and what not to do, which was, which was really, uh, really awesome. Just appreciate this community and everybody that's supporting it.
2: I've got a big week. Uh, Avelio's episode we recorded Friday live on LinkedIn is coming out today because the uh, national, the national title game is today. So Avelio is such a big basketball fan. We decided to jump in with the professor of packaging to wrap up Mar- March Madness, and then tomorrow I've got a uh, Prashant from Compass and also Marcou Alexander, uh, who is sustainability. She's in the sustainability R and for Danone. And we did a, a, an interview with them about um, how Compass is, has really helped them perform a lot of LCAs uh, over at Known. So that episode will be coming out. And then you can catch the repeat of this, if you weren't able to catch it live here on LinkedIn, on Friday. So we'll have three episodes this week.
1: Yeah, good stuff. And then, um, so is March Madness over?
2: today? T- tonight's <laughs> North Carolina versus Kansas is the national championship game tonight. Yes, my, money, my money's game. on Kansas. The women's game was last night, and uh, South Carolina beat UConn. Awesome. You're going to be surprised that I knew half the teams in this entire thing. I couldn't believe it. He pulled it out. <laughs> third, although his third guest was UW Stout, who's a Division three team. So don't <laughs> That's there. right.
1: Well, uh, you know, I got to give a
2: shout-out to those guys. And Carson. Uh, That's Carson. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And Preston so, Briggs, packaging students on playing basketball. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely.
1: Awesome. And join
0: us Wednesday – 10 o'clock for a LinkedIn audio live event,
1: sustainable packaging networking. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Keep comments going. If you have any questions, please leave them in there. Our group, either the three of us or an expert in packaging, will hop on here to answer. So it's always a great place to connect with everybody. So thanks so much, guys. Thank you. The Frozen Four is better. Uh, right. <laughs> no, no, no one likes hockey, John. That's <laughs> not even, I, I even where my mind went. I just figured it'd be basketball in the cold weather. So. No. no. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, John. All right. Thank you, everyone. All right, guys. We'll see you. Bye.
0: This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specrightcom backslash book. That's specrigh tcom backslash book.